Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Super Soda Bros Podcast. I am Caleb. And I am Luke. Today we're talking about music, movies, and political world stuff. First up, we got the next big thing. It's when we talk about something that's upcoming or something important in our lives that we feel like is important enough to talk about with y'all. And so this week, I just want to talk a little bit about the band Starset. I'm a really big fan of their first album. Um, I didn't really listen too much. I listened to their second album a little bit, but their first album, I'm I'm a really big fan of. Let me pull up their discography right here on spotify real quick yeah so their first album was called transmissions uh it has such classics as let it die my demons down halo carnivore i mean just just like solid all around great songs um it's very electronic um but also it's got some rock in there mixed in um if you've heard the band red this album sounds a lot like that at some parts um you know, like where you have the light vocals mixed with heavy guitar riffs and drums and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they're, I want to say, I could be getting this wrong, but I want to say that some of them are astronomers, so they have a big love of space and planets and stuff like that. And so if you listen to the album, there's a very big influence from the space community where there's like radio chatter and spaceship. Honestly, that is one thing that I really appreciated about that album that I never thought I would like. Like, August Burns Red album, Found in Faraway Places, leans toward, like, a random Western twang theme to it with, like, you know, acoustic guitar and banjos and different drums and all that stuff here and there, which is kind of cool. Whereas Star Set adds, like like you said, like, the radio chatter and, like, the sci-fi noises and, you know, intros and outros of, like, very cinematic art pieces and all that stuff. It's really, it's really unique. Like, you don't really hear that from a lot of bands. I think Starset and their first album, you know, accomplished that pretty well. And then they transitioned into kind of a modern, I don't want to say EDM, but still very electronic kind of music. Their mm-hmm. most recent release was called Horizons, and it actually came out in 2021. And, oh, what? D- dude, it's a banger. Like, look it up listen to it um i have i have not listened to it yet there's 16 tracks on the album Ooh, boy like what like oof. <laughs> L- listen to the first track on high volume with headphones or you know with no other distractions around you and it will blow your pants off it is so good and then it, i don't want to say the entire album is great because a lot of the songs kind of sound the same but my mm-hmm. personal favorites are Earthrise, Alchemy, Disappear, and Infected. Those are all hmm. really, really good songs that really knock it out of the park. Um, but they're a solid band, and Luke, I do have to share something with you. Um, there are a certain number of bands on my bucket list that I do want to see in concert, and thankfully I did get to see some big ones before they kind of went under. For today being one of them, uh, they, did, yep. they disbanded a... Uh, a couple of years back um, six seven years ago at this point yeah a long time very long time it's been six years um and then i saw as i lay dying back in 2013 and then they went away but, for a while, but they came back they came back last year and they've released their best album all-around album they released in 2019 it is so good 
If you like metal, go listen to their latest album. It's amazing. I mean, they have a lot of other good albums, like uh, Ocean Between Us and Decays is really good as well. Their last album was pretty. Ooh. I gotta agree with you there. It was it was pretty pretty good. Um, pretty solid. But like I said, there's a lot of bucket list bands. I have not seen uh, Demon Hunter. I have not seen Red. Uh, okay. Who else? With Red, you have to see one of the shows that's A, not acoustic, and B, not a 10th anniversary concert tour. Because we saw their concert tour of uh, the second album, the Shadows and Instinct or something like that. Instinct and whatever. Whatever the second album is. Innocence and Instinct? Yeah, Innocence and Instinct, that's what it's called. We saw them with In Flames, and Red's show was Garbo, and In Flames' show was amazing. So if you ever get the chance to see Red, if you do see them... Make sure it's not one of those versions of a concert unless you go with, hey, like, they're going to play these songs. I have to expect them to play these songs. I, I, well, it's it's kind of sad to hear you say that because uh, they are playing in Pittsburgh next month, and Maya and I have tickets to go see them. What, what version is it? Do you know? It's acoustic. Sit back, have a cup of coffee, enjoy the show. <laughs> yeah, well, they're they're playing in like a tap room, so there's going to be like oh. food and beer and everything. It's honestly very laid back. That'll probably be a really chill concert, honestly. Yeah, I'm, like ex- you can, I'm like, excited. Like you still, yeah, like you can still jam out to it and stuff, but you know, have some beer and whatnot. Yeah, it's not going to be like their full live show where it's going to be like smoke and flames and everything. But like they have been in Asia and Europe for the past year, and they haven't even touched the states, so we haven't even had a good chance to go see him but we're gonna see them next yeah. month honestly it's still gonna be a fun show but like christine and i were expecting something else and they did not go to any expectation that we had so we're kind of let down but if you know it's gonna be acoustic or if you know it's gonna be an anniversary show i'm sure it'll be fine yeah but, yeah hey tying it back to star set real quick yes. um i can't hype them up enough they're amazing amazing artists and uh you know their songs are really really good and I do have a little bit of a letdown moment. So, uh, I want to say it was like three months ago. Um, Starset put out their tour list for their new album, which I just mm-hmm. mentioned. And one of the stops was actually Carnegie, which is basically Pittsburgh, but like ten minutes away. So about half an hour from where I live, and I was like, "Oh, co- oh, cool! They're playing ha- like half an hour away. I can, I can go see them." And so, you know, I kind of slightly forget about it. I think about it from time to time, and then I, I look up one day, you know, what date the show is, and it was the previous week. No, I oh no, I totally missed it, and I lost my chance to see them in concert. Oh no. I was so sad because I, you know, I'd already listened to that album when it came out. So I'm like, okay, I know what to expect from the show. Like, literally, if they, if only, they can only play their newest album front to back. I know it's gonna be a good concert because those songs are really they're bangers for concerts. Mm. But obviously, I was excited to see a lot of their old stuff because I'm sure they would do that too. Like "Let It Die" is my all-time favorite song by them. But it was just so sad. Yeah, that stings. I feel like the number one band that I would freak out about about missing would probably be Demon Hunter. Yeah, I'm still but, so excited to see them at some point. But they 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 don't tour that much anymore. So good luck. Yeah. Hey Luke, what kind of sponsor do we have for today? 
Well, I'm glad you you brought it up to my uh, uh, intention. Um, our sponsor this week is good old-fashioned mayonnaise. Mm, mm, mm. Don't you just love that creamy white goodness on your sandwich or on your pizza, but specifically on your sandwich? Oh, it is so amazing. Not only do they have one flavor, but they've got, like, maybe four flavors. They've got your, you know, your normal mayonnaise. They've got your whipped mayonnaise. They've got your vegan mayonnaise. And they've got your olive oil mayonnaise. Wow, 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 wow. I mean, with a, with a sponsor like mayonnaise, there is endless possibilities. You can, like, rule the world. Like, everyone's your sandwich from that point on. Like, put mayonnaise on everything. I mean, we don't know how long we'll have the sponsorship for, but I hope it lasts a really long time because hail mayonnaise. Hail mayonnaise not today satan not today mayonnaise can last a bunch of time in the fridge too i know that's what i'm saying mm. <laughs> i love my mayonnaise on a good cold cut sandwich Ooh wee i love mayonnaise Ooh oh what's the um mr meeseeks from yeah rick and morty like like he's trying oh how's his arm getting? Did you tell him to straighten it out? Ooh, yeah. he's trying. I'm Mr. Meeseeks. Look at me. Ooh, yeah. Can do. Classic. I remember that was like a personal meme for us even before we saw the show. Yeah. Like, with Gus. Yeah. He would always say that. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what this is from, but I'll say it with you because it's funny. <laughs> Next up, we have never barely tried and oh. we're going to be talking about the 15 most annoying things people do in the movie theater 15 i think i can name probably one well what's what's your one before we get into the list because there's a there's a list here i'm looking at my one annoying thing in the movie theater is <laughs> my mom honestly though <laughs> <laughs> wait we have the same mom Hold up. Wait a minute. She's gonna she's gonna yell at us if she, she listens to this. Stop, 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 stop. My mom's great. Do you think our mom's great? She's amazing and the best she's mom amazing. that there is. Uh what were you gonna say? What were you gonna say? That, that's what I was gonna say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> uh, moving on from that. <clears throat> showing up to superhero movies in costume. I don't really think that's too annoying. I think people can do that. Yeah, I mean up to an extent. I don't know. Sometimes you get people who are, like, full-blown, like, insane details. It's like, okay, you gotta go to a Comic-Con, bud. Like, that's, like, a, an outfit you spent probably 50-plus hours making. Like, you can wear an outfit. Sure, I don't care. You can wear your shirts for Marvel or for Star Wars or DC or whatever. I don't care. That's awesome. You know, appreciating what you love. But if you're wearing, like, a costume that's, like, multi-piece, you have to put on armor and put on this and put on that, I'm like, okay, bud. Like, Calm down. Next is bringing kids to R-rated movies. We saw, oh, we amazing. Saw this great, great idea. Awesome. Fantastic. Like, who who looked at the movie and said, oh, this is appropriate for children? For example. My mom. <laughs> like, with Deadpool that came out a couple of years back, people were like, oh, it's a superhero movie. Let's take our kids. And there's, like, hands getting chopped off and boobs and everything. It's like, oh, my goodness. And, like, drugs and alcohol. It's like, ooh wearing out the wazoo whole bunch of bad stuff but whole bunch of bad you know stuff. yeah check those ratings before you bring your kids to the movies absolutely 
Well, because it's a sausage party doesn't mean it's going to be a kids movie. Next is bringing bed bugs. I mean, I you should probably uh, shower before you go to the movie theater. Don't bring filthiness there. Or like, yeah, take a shower and put on deodorant, please. Please, please, and thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Laughing obnoxiously. I get it's a funny movie and you want to chuckle, but don't be like, ho, ho, ho. Unless it's like a pivotal funny moment where everyone laughs. Yeah, if if it's something super funny, like in No Way Home, there were a lot of funny moments where everybody was just dying laughing. But if it's like any other movie where you know it's not going to be Marvel fans, like let's say it's like just a romantic comedy, don't be like, ha, 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 you know. (laughs) Uh, anything and everything cell phone related guys get off your phone happened at no way home someone had their phone going off for like 30 seconds and like i'm about to like flip this person out the door and like kick stomp their phone come on like it literally tells you to shut off your phone before the movie stop it stop it get some help annoying very annoying bringing food clearly not designed for a movie theater and, that's, that's fine. Go ahead. Well, you shouldn't be bringing a roast turkey in. Don't. Yeah, I was gonna say don't bring a roast turkey bin. But if you're gonna bring like you know candy, I'm all for bringing your own candy because uh, it's kind of overpriced. I mean, if you want to get an icy, you can't really bring an icy in your pocket, so you got to get that at the theater. But if you want to bring like you know your trail mix or your little milk duds and whoppers, go for it. But if you're bringing in like a you know a club sandwich with mayonnaise on it, don't bring that in. A little bit too much. Can I be honest with you about something real quick? Uh, no, let's continue. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> no, I was just going to say real quick. Um, I went to the movie theater once and I actually brought in bottles of beer. No. I, I did. I did. It was it was in Connecticut. <laughs> no. What'd you see? Um, you know what? I can't remember. I, well, Must have been a great movie. Well, he... Uh, Oh, no, you know what it was? I think it was The Greatest... No, was it The Greatest Showman? No. With Hugh Jackman? No, it wasn't that. It was. A, I was with Maya, so Maya was with me. <laughs> oh, yes, uh-huh. I see. Um, so I, I gotta ask her what movie it was. I can't remember. Um, I mean, you, when you guys were dating in Connecticut, you guys saw a lot of movies, so... Yeah. We even saw The, we even saw the Equalizer 2 with Denzel Washington. In theaters? Yeah, I don't know why we decided on that, because Maya's not a really big action movie fan, but for some oh, reason we did. Denzel Washington, ooh, good actor. Good and actor, and the Equalizer movies are amazing. So good. Like, they're a little brutal, like old Denzel Washington movies are a little brutal, but so good. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Eating Loudly. That's just a pet peeve in general. Like, don't be that person who, I mean... Okay, listen, when I eat ramen, I slurp my noodles a little bit. Sorry, everyone, but it's good, and it's hot, and it's spicy. But if you're, like, eating, like, something simple, like candy or a sandwich, don't be... Like, don't do that. I'm I'm going to slap the poop out of you. (laughs) I'll slap you. I'll slap you. I will send you to Jesus. Saving a whole row's worth of seats for people who are probably never coming. If they're if they're coming, it's fine. But if they don't show up, don't be that person. Like if the movie's starting, it no, you're done. You're done. Like if you if they're like, hey, like they're on their way, kind of thing. Sure, save their seats. But if you don't even know if they're on their way, don't save their seats. Yeah, and if it's something where you have to buy the seats in advance, like a Marvel movie, like no, if, if you buy the seats. Like, if the seats are paid for, then obviously they have to stay open because people 
bought them with uh-huh. money. But if it's like a Wednesday evening and it's a random movie that no one really cares about, just mm-hmm. stop. Just give them up yeah. or go somewhere else. Uh, next up is talking. Stop talking in theaters unless you're like whispering to the people you're with about a question they may have. Because, like, sometimes Marvel movies get a bit confusing, especially for people that aren't super into the lore. Or maybe there's, like, I don't know, any other kind of movie. Let's say it's, like, a Ryan Reynolds movie where you want to talk about something about the movie to your partner or the people you're with about, like, oh, that was a good piece of movie making right there. Which actually leads into the next topic right here. It's talking at the movie. So uh, talking to the characters or like, that was stupid, you know, mm-hmm. it's a very, a, a, you know, adult parent kind of thing to the do. It's a very dad thing to do. Like, what are you doing? Stop. Even though I, I don't think I've done that. In, I think I've like whispered it to myself, but that's another whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's fine. But if you're like talking like, hey, what are you doing? That's, that's, that's not. No, no bueno. Uh, propping up feet on the seat in front of you. Well, most movie theaters nowadays have adjusted that where you can't reach the seat in front of you, so... Or it's a recliner, so you can just put your feet up on your own chair. That's just a simple case of, um, be human. Uh, don't, don't bother someone else's personal space. Um, yeah, that's, just don't be a jerk. Next up is showing up late. This is a personal peeve of mine where I don't like showing up late to anything. And even on time for a movie, it's late because you skip all the trailers and whatnot. And I definitely want to see those. Mm. Um, so don't be like walking into the movie 10 minutes afterward, walking in front of people right as the beginning scenes are happening. Like, so- like sorry, see if you can get a refund for the ticket or go see it at a different time. Taking multiple bathroom breaks. I get if you have to pee or if you have to stretch your legs if you're old, but don't get up more than once. Yeah, try 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 to go before the movie. If you can go if you go once during it, sure, but don't go like five, six times. It's like, okay, what's going on? If you're going like five times to the bathroom, what are you doing at the theater? Yeah. And also you're missing stuff. Think sure. think about like it. Like if you're going to the bathroom like four times, you're missing like eight minutes of the movie. Oh yeah, that, and that's a decent chunk. And what if you come back and you're like, and then you got to ask someone next to you or people you're with, like, what happened? What did I miss? It's usually something pretty important. And that actually leads into the next point here: continuously explaining the plot of the person next to you. So it's like, you know, it's one of those things where like, oh yeah, see, you know, in this scene, this person is talking to that other character because they need the information for the heist. And then what they're going to do is probably blah, 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 blah. And it's like, just just watch the movie. Just just experience it. And like I touched on before, sometimes you have to do that a little with Marvel movies, but it shouldn't be too much. Movies kind of explain it for themselves. Yeah, unless there's a lot of like deep lore and stuff from like previous stuff. Like that's when you kind of have to know background, but... For the majority of movies nowadays, you can kind of go in blind and be okay. Like, if you're watching, like, some random action movie, you don't have to be asking questions. Yeah, it's it's cookie cutter. There's explosions happening. There's a chase scene. Like, who's chasing who? I can't see what's going on in all the smoke. Stop it. Hey, Mildred, why don't I watch the movie? Arr, I'm not watching the movie. It's my action movie. 
<laughs> what are we in like the the 60s? I don't know. I'm just, I'm, make... I'm, just, I'm just some old guy in the movie theater with his wife who's like, George, what's going on in this motion picture? Ah, quiet. I'm trying to enjoy my time away from the kids. <laughs> and the kids are right next to them being like, hey, we're right here. Hey, my kids. Dad, I can hear you. Oh, sorry. You won't hear that. And the last and final one is showing up to the wrong movie. I, I have not seen anyone that has done this, where they walk in, wait like two minutes, and then walk back out again permanently. I, I, I think everybody's pretty much there for what they need to see. Yeah, if you go to the wrong theater, that's kind of sad. Because even if they play the same movie in like the same, al- al- like, you know, Buckle and Mall, how they have like eight movies in one line. Yeah. And sometimes they have like multiple showings of the same thing. Even if you show up to the wrong theater, it's you're going to be sitting for like over an hour, so you're not even going to you know, leave in the middle of the movie. Like, just everyone's good about, like, hey, here's my number. I see the number. That's where I'm going. It's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, and if you mess that up, it's your own fault. I don't think that's necessarily annoying. I just think it's a situation of you should know better. You're just a bad person. And that wraps up the list for 15 annoying things in movie theaters. And that comes from complex.com slash popculture slash 2014 slash 11 slash annoying things people do with the movies slash feet up slash we're sponsored by them hashtag not really because this is from eight years ago (laughs) (laughs) they're dead company hence why we're sponsored by them (laughs) (laughs) they went under and they got bought out by big pharma let's go transitioning into the main topic today there wasn't too much pop culture stuff that was on our minds this time, but there are some political world things going on. We, uh, we, we, we'll just touch touch base on Yeah, we don't want to talk about it for 45 minutes. It's just something that's interesting happening in the world right now. Uh, and I heard a little bit about these kinds of incidents from other podcasts and some news stations, but... Um, apparently there is something crazy going on in the country of Kazakhstan underneath the western part of Russia. It's, it's south of Russia, west of Mongolia, and east of Israel, basically. Yeah, it's like kind of in a little pocket next to yeah, the pocket. It's next to the Caspian Sea, kinda. Um, but it's a fairly big country. It used to be part of the Soviet Republic, which is interesting. And so it's kind of been on its own for a while. Um, however, <gasps> what do tell more? There have been huge protests and riots in Kazakhstan recently due to oil prices and fuel. COVID has been a really big issue uh, in the world. And so coming with that, there have been supply shortages, especially over fuel and whatnot. And some of that is controlled, some of that is not controlled. Uh, But in Kazakhstan, there is no cap for the price of fuel, so the price of gas has just gone up exponentially. Um, Luke, how much do you know about the situation? Um, Have you heard about it in the news at all? All I know is I just heard about some major riots going on in Kazakhstan and what's going on. I saw some pictures, and that's all I know. Okay. Uh, hopefully I can shed a little bit of light on this. Like I said, I heard okay. I heard a little bit of information from news organizations, but 
Um, I'm mostly taking my information from a couple articles, um, specifically from the New York Times here. Mm -hmm. And so there have been a lot of riots regarding the price of gas and stuff. The average salary for um, a Kazakhstanian is around 500 or $600 a month. So there's, Ooh. it's not great over there. And with the fuel prices going up exponentially, that's a huge problem with people that have to get to work. Mm -hmm. So there have been a ton of riots. There have been dozens of people killed and hundreds more injured. Uh, in this New York Times article, it says, As the protests have intensified, the demands of the demonstrators have expanded in scope from lower fuel prices to broader political liberalization. Among the changes they seek is an election system for regional leaders who are currently appointed by the president. So it is kind of a top-down government where... Imagine if President Biden handpicked the governors for all of the states that's basically Ooh. how kazakhstan is run right now that's not good right so protesters are demanding the ouster of political forces that have ruled the country without any opposition since 1991 so hmm. again likening it to the united states it's as if the republicans have been in charge for 30 years straight yikes that's pretty nuts yeah and it's a big hotbed too because it being you know it's literally touching Russia and it's very close to China as well. So there have been a lot of political and diplomatic talks going on between all of the countries involved because, mm -hmm. as you know, Russia kind of gets its fingers dirty a little bit with Ukraine and stuff like that. Yeah. So they kind of they kind of wound up in the middle of it all, kind of caught in between it. Yeah, it's it's rough because it's not an incredibly rich country, but just its location in the world can be a pretty big advantage if Russia wants to come in and swipe at it or mm -hmm. or use it as kind of like a proxy ally. Uh, the entire country only has 19 million residents which is not mm -hmm. not a lot. Anything else about the riots you're noticing or is that just basically just extreme protests about government rule and how they're handling it and how it's being laid out for the people? Well, um, the president, his, his name is... Uh, Tokayev, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Tokayev. Tokayev. Uh, he has called the protesters a band of terrorists and declared... The, oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's he's de Fine. declared the country under attack. And, shockingly, he's authorized security and military forces to fire without warning into the protesters. Uh, he basically cool. announced a shoot-to-kill order. Well, that's kind of healthy for the whole country. Wow. Yep. So anytime there's a riot happening, the military is well within their rights to open fire on protesters without Yikes. trying to stop anything. Uh, and he also asked uh, Russia to intervene with their own military. President Putin of Russia is kind of moving a whole bunch of military forces out that direction just in case that happens. If there's large-scale conflicts happening, that Russia is there to kind of do its part because technically both countries are allied but russia just has so much power in comparison to them they can do basically whatever they want uh, i'm not sure what the united states involvement in this is i think biden talked a little bit on it uh, biden he doesn't even know what's going on yesterday <laughs> sorry he, that's he, all i have to say <laughs> he got up after his cup of coffee and was like oh something's happening over there Wait, I, uh, Margaret, go get my Wheaties. My name's Jill. Oh, 
you know, get my Wheaties for the morning. I got an episode of Matlock to watch. It's my, <laughs> it's my favoritist program. Wait, wasn't Magnum PI on the other day? That that Tom that Tom Hop that Tom was good guy. He's good guy. Mm. What? Oh yeah. He's a what? He's a real man. And oh wow, that mustache. Wow, look. Wow. We need more people to do wow. to do their fair share. What's yeah. This? Hey Joe, go do your thing. Oh wait, I'm Joe. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> okay, okay. <What's>, <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> I feel bad for the guy. He should just be a grandpa and live his life. I, did you know that he actually got head surgery a couple of times? He, when? He, I, I, a couple years back, at least, a, I think maybe one time it was a couple decades ago. I don't want to speak out of turn, but he's had his cranium popped off at least a couple times. Well, that's probably why he's changed so much in the last couple of years, because he looked like a completely different person when he was vice president for Obama. They're putting a robot into his body. It's Five Hot Nights at three. Freddy's. He looks so different. Like, when he first ran for presidential elections back in 2020, I'm like, wait, that's Joe Biden? He doesn't look the same at all. Yeah, he's gone downhill pretty quickly. Poor um, guy. Anyway, I don't know what specifically he said about the Kazakhstan type stuff. I think anything Russia-related is kind of a hot topic right now with the United States' political stuff going on. We don't really want to touch that with a 10-foot pole unless we're actually forced to come out and talk about something. Let's see what goes on with the situation over in Kazakhstan. It might be a complete governmental turnover, and it might turn into some kind of democratic government with a new political party in place or and a civil war could be honestly could. it could be and and i don't know how they're gonna fix the country because i mean the main issue was fuel prices and then the rioters kind of were like okay well we what about a different kind of government or let's mm -hmm. put some changes in with the government and so obviously the current political leaders are like no we're not going to do that military shoot to no. kill <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. With pleasure. With pleasure. With pleasure, sir. So let's let's keep that in mind. And for all you listening at home, um, do some research on it if you wish. Read up on it. Kind of keep tabs as the weeks go along to see what the outcome is going on there. Indeed. Indeed. Indubitably. Indubitably. Luke, what's going on in your life so far? Is there anything new going on? Any big plans coming up? Not really. I'm just kind of, for the winter, probably the only big thing I'm, we're going to be doing is hitting the slopes, going snowboarding once in a while. Yeah, dude. Since we got season passes, my dude. That's pretty much all we're going to be doing probably for the next couple months until it starts getting a little bit warm again. That sounds um, awesome. We might, I don't, Christine's talked about it, might look for like used ice skates and go like ice skating up at Alton Bay, which is like a uh, touristy place in the summertime. But in the wintertime, they have like ice fishing and, you know, planes um, land and take off from it because it builds up a good amount of ice and stuff. So at some point, we might try to get back into ice skating probably, probably next year, honestly. But yeah, not really too much going on. We got tax season around the corner. So that's fun. That's Ooh, like right here. I'm loving so, it. I think but, my uh, I think Maya and I are gonna get a refund on some of our taxes because I remember when last year started I I think I put more than I should toward the taxes so we should probably be getting a pretty hefty sum for the refund. 
maybe. It's I don't know how it all works, but sometimes like you get money back and sometimes you pay more money. I'm not sure why. So It's tough to guess. Uh, I, I put in a little bit extra this year because I knew that something prob- probably crazy was going to happen because we do have to pay state tax and there's like a local municipal how do you say it municipality (laughs) municipal municipal like town tax basically yeah um and so i know that those are a little bit separate and i i don't think i put anything extra aside for those so the refund will hopefully help pay for that whatever that is but that's gonna be fun to look forward to (laughs) oh did i tell you i forgot to pay um state tax last year what so okay so we use h&r block for our tax preparation and so uh the lady who was helping us was like okay here's like your documents regarding state tax just send in a check for this amount to this address blah 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 and we're like okay so then we you know she gives us a big folder of stuff for our own records and we bring it home or whatever and then I get a letter in the mail, like maybe a month ago, saying, "Oh, we have not received your payment for the 2020 state tax collection. Please send, oh please send a check with the appropriate amount to this address." And, and basically, you have to fill out this this big old form of like, you know, your annual income. You know, me and Maya filed jointly, so like the income together and everything. And a $25 late fee. So, so I'm like, oh, that sucks. So I, you know, I sent that in or whatever. And I'm like, but I thought I did pay it. So I go back to the folder of the tax stuff from last year. I opened it up and there's the envelope I was supposed to mail out. Oh, no. With, it was right there. Dude, with a sticky note attached to it saying ship, uh, Mail out as soon as you can with a check enclosed. Oh pay to blah 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 blah. Dirk dirt dirt dirt. I was like, shoot. <laughs> well, that stinks. <laughs> it sucked. Thankfully, the IRS didn't come after me, and it was only like a twenty-five dollar late fee. Because I know with like other type of legal stuff, you can get yeah, in huge trouble. More. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah. It's rough sometimes. But I, fe- I felt like a real idiot. I'm like, there was a post-it note in everything. <laughs> everything I could have done, I did. Except send Except it out. <laughs> send it out and maybe an alarm on your phone, but... Yeah. Ugh. I was Jeez. upset. That's funny. Uh, for... Yeah, yeah don't, don't do that again. Don't do that again. No, I, I definitely no. will not. I, I will not forget. <laughs> uh, forget about it. For my life stuff, uh, a pretty big life event happened this past weekend. Um, my mom. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she did happen. She happened. Yes. She she appeared in the real world. <gasps> she's not incredible. She's not just a figment of our imagination anymore. <laughs> she's real. We are not orphans anymore. Not anymore. Finally, not anymore. a real family. Okay, were you gonna say? I was gonna say. Uh, so this past weekend, uh, a really big deal in my life happened. I got my first tattoo. Oh yeah! Oops, sorry. Am I might have been loud? Oh yeah! <laughs> that. That's a, a good correction. Yeah. So it's it was about what you expect. People say going in like, oh, it's it's painful or it's not so painful, but you got to deal with it. And honestly, it was like it was right in the middle. It was like going to the dentist office and feeling a sharp pain pretty consistently but it was more like it was as if someone was like scraping 
something sharp against your body constantly. If you took uh, hair buzzers and just put that on your skin, that's pretty much what it was. That's not too bad. Yeah, it was like, you know, you could feel the vibrations in your arm and your muscle and everything like that. And it was definitely painful. I I would probably recommend having a good technique for dealing with that, whether it's like clenching your toes or, you know, holding your partner's hand or something like that. Or even just grabbing your shirt or your pants. Just something to do with like to focus your attention away from wherever you're getting the tattoo because you definitely don't want to tense up the muscle that's being actively tattooed. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, also, it's your first tattoo, so your body's not really used to it. Where, Whereas a guy I know at work, he's getting two sleeves done, and he's pretty much used to it at this point. He's like, yeah, I've gone in for like five sessions. I, I'm My body's like a lot better about it now. Yeah, it's one of those things where, especially if you have long periods, where if you're getting tattooed for five hours, you get into it after a while. You just kind of mm-hmm. black it out of your mind. Um, yeah. But mine actually took like, 20 minutes i think and That's it? oh yeah it was literally like we came in because uh, like the artist that that we had scheduled got covid so she wasn't able to do mine at all but we we're like okay well let's see if we can still go to the shop and try to get something done because walk-ins were welcome so we we showed up and we're like hey you know it, actually it was going to close in an hour so we're like hey sorry it's kind of last minute but um but like can we have a tattoo done? Like our artist canceled and everything. And the guy, his name is Thomas Keeney. Keeney or Kenny? Um, he's like, oh Kenny. yeah. Oh, oh my God, Keeney. Oh my God, I killed Keeney. <laughs> <laughs> but he was able to do it. Um, I, you know, I gave him the picture for the reference and everything. He stenciled it out. He put it on a different couple parts of my arm just to see how it looked. I picked a location. He did it in 20 minutes and that was it. Editor, please put in a video, a picture of the tattoo right here. It's uh, Hebrew for Lion of Judah, which is uh, another name for Christ. And also it's got like a triple meaning because uh, my sign is Leo. So Lion, Leo, makes sense. And also Judah is my middle name. <laughs> well, 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 it's got three meanings. Yeah, so it's like no matter which one you pick. There's meanings in every part of it, but honestly, honestly, it's an extremely solid-looking tattoo and has a great meaning behind it and everything. So I think you did, uh, muy bien, good job. Thanks, man. And it's yeah. it's healing right now. Uh, it just started scabbing over, and the skin was peeling off today. I recently sucked out all the ink. <laughs> I licked it off with my tongue. <laughs> But it's wicked itchy, dude. Like, and you can't itch it because it's gonna mess up the healing process and it's gonna make the the lines all yeah. weird. So you can't touch it at all, which is really frustrating. <laughs> Fun. Ugh, but it's gonna heal this week at some point. It's just a matter of time. But I'm really happy yeah. with it. it. Looks really cool, and that's something that's been going on in my life. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I don't have any tattoos yet. I don't have any piercings. Uh, yeah, that's. Speaking of piercings, Maya got a septum piercing uh, when I got my tattoo. Oh yeah, yeah, she showed us. Yeah, so she. It's pretty cool. I like, I like how it matches her. I don't know how to, what you call the other piercing. I think I think it's called a smiley. That's that's a great name, <laughs> Mister Smiley. Look, live, Mister Smiley. If okay, you, you made you made a spider pig reference an episode or two ago, and that's something that like 
2% of people will get because it's from the, Sim- <laughs> the Simpsons movie. But Mr. Yeah. Smiley is a reference that literally, I guess, only our family will get. If that, like maybe Micah. Maybe, but it's like, okay, any of you guys out there, look up the funny Lord of the Rings podcast on Apple Podcasts. It's like 15 years old, and it's really bad, but insanely funny. Mr. Mr. Smiley's a character from that podcast. Very brief character. Hilarious. Great great podcast. Anyway, the reason why Maya got a septum piercing is because the Smiley one, it's not supposed to stay in there permanently because just of the way that the the flesh tissue is is if you have a foreign object in there for too long your body will begin to think that it's a foreign invader and actually start like becoming infected and trying to push it out which is really weird so you can't really have that kind of piercing in there for too long but thankfully the septum piercing in the nose uh can last your entire life so that's why oh, she, yeah, she got it's, that. Well, it's in your, yeah it's in your cartilage it's not in your gum yeah and just for some reason that there's certain parts of the body where if you stick something in it, the body doesn't care. But in other parts, the body's like, hey, wait a minute. That isn't supposed Ooh. to be there. Let's fight. Wait there a minute. What's over there? It's the Nazgul. They're trying to catch me. <laughs> hey there, kids. Hide over here. Look, well, kids hide under my cloak. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. Hey, I didn't. Hey. Wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> hold on a second. That. Uh, hold on. <laughs> uh. All right, Luke. You want to bring us out? Uh, what's your What's your recipe of the day? I tried the uh the the you smell bacon. Luke, you want to bring us out? Uh, what's your What's your recipe of the day to bring us out? My recipe of the day? Yeah, to bring us out into the conclusion. You know what to do. What? Like, okay, okay, hold on. Hold on. Wait, <laughs> I, I just told me that I just try to have me say the thing. I mean, we got it. You know, with all the outros, we kind of go into a like a little a little bit where it's like, oh, you know, what's oh, yeah, yeah, you true, know, I'm, I'm cooking something in the kitchen. What do you smell? Yeah, so, yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah. so we got we got to come up with something that's like you know, oh, do you do you smell bacon? You smell bacon. Just watch me use that oh, as the as the I, outro. I, I, I don't know why I thought that was really funny. I thought the the you smell bacon. <laughs> okay, that that that's good. Uh, I'll use that as the outro. Good enough. <laughs> good enough. <laughs> Luke, do you have a special recipe for the day? I thought the you smell bacon. Be <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Be so dumb. So stupid, but I love it. That's that's basically. Oh, this show is kind of the perfect combination between like, okay, we got serious stuff we got to talk about, and it's got to be like presentable in like a podcast format. But then the other half is like, hey, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Just complete garbage, just like bad humor. But hey, that's us, you know. Exactly. <laughs>